Today on The Good Word, I'm thinking of a friend and of a difficult saying of Jesus. I'm thinking of my friend because of the bravery of one of her children, and I share this with her blessing and permission. Her oldest son, strong and athletic, was on an outing the first week of college with a large group of students who had gone swimming in a favorite spot on a canal. This young man and one of his fellow students went under in a strong current with a whirlpool, and only my friend's son came up. He seemed to take no thought for his own life, but jumped in and went under to search for the other young man, but with no luck. He then organized a human chain with him at the front. When that chain broke, he went under and didn't come up. The first young man was washed out of the whirlpool and lived after CPR. The death of my friend's son, trying to save someone he'd known only for a week, is heart-rending to me. I can't imagine the sorrow his family experienced, but I do know that my friend and many others have found inspiration in her son's willingness to dive in without a second thought and try to save his new friend. As it says in John chapter 15, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And of course, laying down his life was exactly what Jesus was doing his whole life and quite literally what he did for us at the end of his mortal life. When Jesus says in Matthew 10, He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. That, for many of us, is a difficult saying. What does it mean to find your life and lose it, and to lose your life and find it? Elder James E. Faust once talked about this. For each of us, unselfishness can mean being the right person at the right time, the right place to render service. Almost every day brings opportunities to perform unselfish acts for others. Such acts are unlimited and can be as simple as a kind word, a helping hand, or a gracious smile. The Savior reminds us that he that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. One of life's paradoxes is that a person who approaches everything with what's-in-it-for-me attitude may acquire money, property, and land, but in the end will lose the fulfillment and the happiness that a person who shares his talents and gives generously with others. The greatest fulfillment in life comes by rendering service to others and not being obsessed with what's in it for me. Perhaps we're a bit afraid of losing our lives, thinking it will mean we'll somehow disappear or become less than we could be if we give ourselves over to serving so completely. Elder Neil Maxwell pondered on this very point. Here's what he said. Quote, so many of us are kept from eventual consecration because we mistakenly think that somehow, by letting our will be swallowed up in the will of God, we lose our individuality. What we're really worried about, of course, is not giving up self, but selfish things, like our roles, our time, our preeminence, and our possessions. No wonder we're instructed by the Savior to lose ourselves. He's only asking us to lose the old self in order to find the new self. It's not a question of losing one's identity, but of finding his true identity. End quote. Although Jesus did quite literally lay down his life for his friends, as did the son of my friend, 
What is usually asked of us is to live, to live in a way that we let go of what is impermanent and only of this world and gain what will last forever. In that way, losing our lives for His sake, we find our lives, what will really bring us peace and lasting happiness. And that's the good word. Good word.